Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Hi, Bim. Hi, Bim. <laughs> we suck. Guys, it's been six weeks since our last days of our lives together. Honestly. And this is actually, so one thing that I think is really cute is that we save our actual catch-ups until we record. It's true. So you guys are hearing our real catch-up in real time. It's true. On the ride here, I was like, we've had an illegal five-minute catch-up. We did have an illegal. And it feels a little bit promiscuous. (laughs) But truly, we um, beyond our five minute catch up, we actually have like no, we saved it. It was literally got off the plane next morning, had footy. I had about 15 minutes before footy, and really, I just had to actually get my Optus SIM card. Oh, yeah, and, and then, then we had Optus. It was like, Bim, I haven't seen you in like six months. Like, let's go Optus. to Optus. <laughs> so we actually met at Optus. You know those memes <laughs> where it's like, you know your best friends when you just like stay on FaceTime to each other but you just do yeah, your life. Yeah, you go like, to the grocery clean. store. Go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was like, Literally. let's have a catch-up yeah, at Optus this- while I get my SIM card. Yeah, so it goes, yeah, okay, see you there, 8.30. <laughs> like, get up to go to Optus. No, you were like, um, it's not open at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so what have we done since six weeks ago, the last time we recorded, we had had the live events together. Yeah, we true. just come back from Sydney. We were feeling very neighborhood love. Mm-hmm. And then what happened after that? We had Easter. Uh yeah. So there were actual reasons why we had. There was Easter. You went away. I went away. You went away. And then now we're back. <laughs> so catch us up. What What did you do, Bim? What did I do for Easter? I know it's like eight years ago. I didn't go away for Easter. <laughs> no, I did end, the, end up going away, kind of. I went to Bowen Heads with Raph. <gasps> That's right. Raph and old mate and Fitzy, which was so, 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 so nice. You know, it's not one of those friends that you don't see them often, but it's no energy to see them. And you know some friends you feel a bit weird asking, like, oh, hey, can I, like, use your beach house or, like, whatever. <laughs> I was literally like, are you at the beach house this weekend? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, what if we came? She's like, oh, my God, come. And then it went one night and then spontaneously ended up being two nights. And we went to watch the local football bar and had oh seagulls. And the, the whole seagulls. town was there. We bought merch because oh. it was fun. <laughs> like it was really nice. And then and then pretty much had to go play my first footy game and then – Next day, literally flew to the Netherlands for three weeks. Oh, my weeks. God. And Guys, Angie's back. back at footy. I know. <gasps> Second best on ground last game. I know. And How does it feel to be back? Really fun. The The season that I played and pretty much the, my only season that I ever played was that one season for North. And it was – it was really I really enjoyed it because it was it was random and I wasn't planning on it. But it was a position that I just don't play. Like mm. I just don't like that back line. Mm. But every other line was full and I was kind of this rookie <laughs> that came in that didn't have a like I they were like, What do you play? And I was like, I don't know, I played school footy and I'm like, I don't know. So I was in the Football. back line. Yeah. Football. I, played, 
Um, <laughs> I played tech decks, but <laughs> they, but now I'm in the midfield, which is where I feel like like I feel much more comfortable there, and it's really fun, and it's a really awesome club. It's the same like Melbourne Melbourne Uni affiliate was affiliated with um, North back in the day, and I play with them now, so it's really really nice and really fun and. Yeah, and that's pretty much been my six weeks. Not nearly as eventful as yours, so I feel. Bim, you went to the Netherlands. That's huge. Yeah, you went but to the you tulip went to field. Morocco so and Nick, Adelaide. So Nick just goes, <laughs> wait, do you want more Rocco or less Rocco? He's like, yeah, don't talk too much about it. A bit less Rocco, please. And I was like, oh, it's my so God, he's ready funny. to be a dad. He's so not funny. Oh, he's, my God. He's going to be dad jokes galore. Oh, my God. His kid. How was Amsterdam? Tell us about the Netherlands and um, the tulip fields and your Wes Anderson video. Yeah. <laughs> you love that. I'm so impressed. It was just so topical. To the point where Sarah was like, so we have Mother's Day, so do you mind making Wes Anderson for the flip book? And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. but say like that for the flip book? For the flip book? <laughs> um, <laughs> those who don't know, Wes Anderson is a film director and he has a very distinctive style and there's a TikTok trend at the moment which is, like don't make like what, what is it it's like it's like um, you wouldn't make your day a day in the life looking like a Wes Anderson yeah. film and then people do a day in the life yeah. in the exact style like romanticizing a single thing that they do and Andrew did <laughs> a sale in the fields with this beautiful velvet chair that she walked on her back it was so funny was, this is what happens when you give me creative freedom I love it it was like do whatever you think and I was like okay and I'm walking the streets with this blue velvet chair on my head and then high and drive past and I and I had set it in the middle of the road for one of the scenes like in the in the little pass there and I was like filming and all these cars are going by and there's this chair in the middle of the road <laughs> and then he drove past being like who the freak is putting a chair in the middle of the road in oh my the god it's Ange and then he realised it was me and he was like get off he was like put it in the car you idiot and I was like okay <laughs> Netherlands was really nice I've been there a few times but I was there in November as well it was surprisingly cold AF I did not pack appropriately <laughs> because you know and pack like one outfit it's true You're a light packer like a real you light know what? Packer. for the first time ever i used first time ever in my whole life <laughs> of my traveling that i remember that wasn't with my parents you used a suitcase i used a suitcase oh my god i felt ill to the <gasps> stomach you are so bougie. i felt unlike myself and and then but you one are thing slowly I'm, becoming me. I, like I'm slowly I don't morphing know how you I feel out about of your like hobo. I'm still playing, okay? <laughs> my, <laughs> my hobo bestie. <laughs> she used a suitcase. I'm so proud of you. I've like. never used a suitcase. And it was mainly because I had to bring over a bunch of things like as gifts. But because it was work, I couldn't just like wear the same thing every single day. Like had mm -hmm. to be somewhat presentable. Yeah, we'll go like for a, a road trip. Mm -hmm. As you guys know, we love to do like neighborhood trips. And for like four days, Andrew will be like, like I'm like, where's thing. your luggage? She'll be like, oh, it's in my backpack. I'm wearing it. <laughs> it's the same backpack I use <laughs> for like yeah. work and my I'm laptop. Like, but your laptop's in there with all your charges and stuff. Where's your toiletries? What? In the front pocket. <laughs> my one loose toiletries brush. <laughs> the Sarah's one from like, the plane that's like the tiny fold-out yeah. ones. The Sarah's like, what's this in your jacket pocket? It's my toothbrush. She's like, oh that's so ill. <laughs> Ew. Without like a cap on the bristles. No. I was like, that's so fucking rank. 
I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. That's so gross. What, you put I, that in your mouth. What I think I still got it. What I think I still got it in my bag. What is that movie where one of them has? Oh no, it's How I Met Your Mother, where they've got the toothbrush, and she's like, "Oh my god, you know that's our toothbrush," and he's like, "Our toothbrush." <laughs> I don't know. I've lost it. Wee toothbrush? Oh, Ew. No. How long has it been since you brushed your teeth? I've got three. I've got like one in every oh, bag. Oh, my God. The other day, oh, my, was staying in my house. She goes, where are your toothbrushes? And I was like, oh, there's one in that bag. And I meant this toothbrush bag. Toothbrush singular. Yeah, I meant this bag. <laughs> and she found it in another bag. She goes, here it is. I was like, oh, not that bag. But, yeah, that works oh, too. Oh, my God. Can you please do a day just, in the life of Andrew's toothbrush? Honestly, like, just, just put like, a GoPro on it. <laughs> POV, your Andrew's toothbrush. Oh my god! Oh my god! So today, Paul had a campaign. He's sitting here with us because, as you guys know, we're really lazy. We're recording this at home again instead of being bothered to go into the studio. So we had a campaign for Paul. We took him to Bunnings. He had to like brush his fur, and he got to go through the new pet section and like pick his own little toys. And he was being filmed. And I wanted to put a GoPro on his collar and do like POV, you know, dog cam or like Paul cam and we forgot to bring the GoPro. So I was like, don't worry, I'll fake it. And I was like kneeling in the aisles, running around trying to like bounce it up and down at the pace that he would be you Guys, know, this- doing his little gallop and this woman in the Bunnings sales chick was just like, what is this weird lady doing running up and down the aisles pretending to be a dog? I feel like we need to share the actual clip and then for, for context be like, there was no dog. It was just Sarah <laughs> bouncing this up and down. I did it like Really seven like times. at the height of a dog. Oh, my God. Um, but no, so the Netherlands was really nice. It was for work. I was pretty tired. A part of me was like, oh, can't bother going because everyone's like, oh, it'll be so fun, which it actually is. It was mm. really beautiful. But I think I was like I've been in limbo for so long in terms of not in a, in a single place because, mm. you know, I resigned full-time in October, went for five weeks, came back for like three weeks, went away for again for two weeks, came back. Moved house in the meantime. Moved house in the meantime. Yeah. We had done some interstate trips like Sydney, Brisbane, come back, then Netherlands, now finally back and for the foreseeable future, I don't know when, I'm pretty like settled, which is nice to know. Mm. But it said that every day was going to be sunny and 20. And so I was like, amazing, I'm going to pack shorts, singlets, T-shirts, maybe even Crop two tops, bras. Little boobies. Little boobies. My little boobies can be out. Yeah, my boobies can be out to play. And then these perky what? nipples. And then I get there and I'm like, chilly. It was chilly blue. Oh, my God, was it really? It was Actually, it was cold. raining in some of the videos. It was like the weather had turned. It was... <laughs> <laughs> How the turntables. If the wind changes. When the wind changes. You know that book? <laughs> yeah. When your, when face, gets changes, stuck, yeah, yeah. your face gets stuck. Um, but We're so random. It was so cold, like uncomfortably cold for particular. You know when you don't when you're not Pack dressed well. appropriately and you're just cold. And because you're in the fields, there's no retreat. It's not like you can just go yeah, into a house. Like shade. So the first five days it was just so cold. And I was trying to find my feet in terms of what to wear that I could wear and cycle in like, mm. but, and then the weather turned out to be really beautiful and the tulip fields are really beautiful. And it was just nice to be away. We got our own house and then we're like cycling everywhere. So it kind of felt like we could settle in almost as locals because we were mm. cycling everywhere. I'd gone to the grocery, like 
cooking and eating. It's not like we were in hostels or anything like that. Mm. Um, well, now you have a suitcase. You can't stay in hostels anymore. Honestly. Oh, my gosh, It's not bougie. It's bougie. But, <laughs> I, one thing I'm really good at is. If I do say so if myself. I do say so, packing. I pack once. And I do like zero reviews. Yes, yeah, I just pack it once, close it, I'm done. Okay, can we totally please talk about travel habits right now? Because yeah, we okay, have another great, one that we okay. need to talk about. Okay, so me, one time packer, done. Don't one pack wonder. Yeah, my my <laughs> weight, abil- my ability to guess weight, I feel like is really good. Uh, you know what? My ability to guess if I've looked at a clock. My ability to guess how much time it's been since then. Like if I look at it at like 9.30 at 10.21, Nick will be like, what time is it? I'll be like, about 10.20. Like I've got this. That's like my oh, weird skill. Yeah, but you're also really shit at how many people giving are in the ETAs. Room. Oh, and also how many people are in the room. It's like how many people are in the MCG? Oh, like 2 12. million. <laughs> yeah. Or like 17. Like I can't tell. So how tell. far are you? Um, what Google Maps says, 17. So about six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way. OMW. Yeah. And like an hour later, I'm like, sorry, bitch. <laughs> I'm in Canberra. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you're really good at. So, do you pack like the night? Do you panic pack like the night before? Day of. Day of, yeah, okay. So, I finished. Shit, that's like, stressful. In this instance, I packed partly the night before only because the next morning I had to like actually do th- like a bit of work and stuff that was meant that I was going to be out of the house. But I packed and it was the limit was 23 kilos and I had 23.1. Oh my god! And mind you, there was a lot of it was like gifts. Kim had ordered all these Bond stuff, oh, Tim Tams, Vegemite, like all this stuff. Yeah. Oh. And it was one pack. I had like borrowed a scale, and I kind of just like you know how it's not, not ever really accurate though. Particularly, <laughs> it's like two or three kilos here and there. And you're like, oh, I got to know. Because like you got to stand on it, and standing carry. on it, weighing my thing. Yeah, and then literally. Pick up the whole stand on it and like minus that number. Yeah, yeah and no. it doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, so twenty three point one on the dot, amazing. And every other wow. time when I'm like doing carry on and stuff, I'm like. 6.9, 7.2. Oh, my God. I know. I think it's a skill. I could, You know Hamish and Andy said, so like, what's your rare skill? Secret skill. I feel like that's my skill. Anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'll endorse you on LinkedIn. The other, not habit, but the other discussion we wanted to bring up quite seriously because it's actually quite. Is why the middle seat on an aeroplane is hell. Is that correct? Yeah. It's what, it's, I put a poll up on who. A poll. A poll. Like a poll in your house. Yeah, P O L L E. A poll. A poll. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Poll. You said poll, like it's a, a pole. street poll. It's this. You say poll. Poll. Exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Poll. Poll. <laughs> Paul is like what? Why are you saying my name? Vim, there is, I'm actually genuinely can't hear. So the you're difference. saying like P O L E poll, not poll, like P O L L. Pole. <laughs> I put up pole. So, you know what? what? I was talking about the TikTok where, which we will also talk about, the TikTok where I found out that South Australians say Lego instead of Lego. Yeah, All the Americans are like, you're saying the same word. Lego. They're like, what are you saying? You're saying the same thing twice. I'm like, it's so different. South Australians have an English a Lego accent. versus Lego. It is so different. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Anyway, so I did a, a pole. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> A survey. Did you do a survey? And then I was like, which I said, which which seat should I book? And tell me why I should book that. Because I, in my brain, I'm like, there's only one answer. People have really committed answers to what they but think. But no one 
is committed to the middle. You're either a window or an aisle, right? Like no one just goes, I want to be in no, between two strangers. One person said, oh, one person said, if I'm traveling with friends, the middle. I was like, nah, irrespective of friends or not, you never. You're the not, middle is just like a, it's hell. Like it's like you can't like the protocol of where your elbows go. Like who get like you're sharing an elbow stand. I know. Okay, like how who? Do you feel about what's this? the real estate? Like do you share? You split it down the middle? Like, Firstly, I sent. So I put up a photo of what seat I should book, mm-hmm. and I said what seat, and I meant as in middle. Mi- like yeah, aisle, not like middle. forty-seven J. People going <laughs> D row sixty-nine. I was like. What? Okay, other weird thing I do, I only book, like I'll, I don't like the letter C or E oh. or J or K. Like I'll try and But you do, like the D. I like A, D, yeah, like B, okay, but like D, ideal. And Boom, always, you didn't get the joke. Always. What? <laughs> you like the D. I love in the D. <laughs> um, um, no, go. but then also even numbers. Yeah, you're a bit. I'm a bit weird like, like that. that, yeah. Someone even responded with this. An image. That? Oh my god! Circling like where the whole they were trying did to. Did they use emojis? Yeah. No. It, I oh don't my know god! How you that's do that. so cute. So I tried to circle what seat I should book. I was really just meant to say like what aisle, middle, window. Yeah, yeah. I think you didn't <clears> specify these are, in your. These poll. are some really not sure about this. First row, window side. You get the view and have enough. See, room first for row exit and of exit the row. I get that for like leg space. But then, so, do you know what? I actually had exit row first, and I didn't like it. Well, because you can't have all your stuff in the back exactly. of the thing. Exactly, yeah. and I love doing that. And yeah, I also love putting my foot up there, like I like mm. a little feet, feet high. And on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Exit row window. A yeah, wall. you get Labor so much space. Wall. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that. Someone said always a window seat. Nah, I used to be that. I'm a peer. I don't want to get over it's two not, strangers. It's not even me peeing. It's the... Ability to walk up and down the aisle the whenever you movement. want to. Freedom of movement. Free the nips. So you know how Nick makes me sit in the middle because he needs the window. Yeah. Because he hates the aisle because he always gets bumped along the edges. And I'm an aisle girl because I need freedom yeah. of movement. Yeah. So when I'm in the middle and he's in the window and there's a stranger on the aisle, when they're asleep, I pee so often that I'm like, I'm not even going to bother waking them up. I will like Climb gymnastics over, over yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. stares at me like, what are you doing? No, I'm like, I'm not touching I respect them. people that do that. Oh, another question. Okay, I have another question. Okay. So people put in your answers. What do you think? We think middle row. This Second, is a poll. I had, I had three seats on the way home, right? I love a full aisle. Wait, but before, I mean, the, row. The plane, aisle. The, the, before the plane left, this man came and sat in one of the free ones and I was <gasps> so annoyed because I was like, you can't, you got to be your allocated seat. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You should have put your bag on it Socially. First. Yeah. You get first dibs on that row. Well, it's not, it's not like I'm entitled to that row, but neither of us booked that row. And by virtue of neither of us booking, it just should just be whoever's in that row gets Yeah, that your row. good luck means you lie down. But that's why I'm always like, I put my blanket there. And I made the rookie mistake of not just sitting in the middle well, of the three. Me. I know. But then I was like, and then I, do you know what I did? I said, I Googled, is it illegal to change seats? And then everyone, and then all these Reddit posts were like, no, it's just not like, not like, not like it's indecent, but it was like, mm, it's, it's not it's etiquette. Yeah. There's like social do like you think, construct yeah. rules that aren't real rules. So but do, like- you, do you think, and I tried to flip it. I was like, if it was me, would I have done that? If I was sitting next to someone, there's a free one in front. The part of me is like, oh, I probably wouldn't. But also part of me is like, I'm too good at two shoots and I probably wouldn't. And mainly because no, I have I a vegetarian give, meal usually. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would give them first dibs, but I feel like if there's a free row and no one, 
Like just say it's a three yeah. or a four and there's no one in any of them, it's free for all. Yeah. It's like whoever gets out of their seat, the minute the seatbelt sign is up, yeah. I'll run. Yeah. But if there's already someone in it, it's like they get first dibs. And if they choose not to spread out, yeah. like if they've already put their seat back and they're not using it, then it's a free for all. I agree. Okay, cool. Right? Because I Because he came before we left. No, dude. Before we left, and I tried, no. and I tried to be all like, um, and he didn't speak English, so he gave me his translator, and I wrote, um, you might have to just ask before you change. Seats. <laughs> and then he walks and then back, he was and you're like, like, and then he didn't move, the and aisle. he didn't move, and then I was like, it changes the balance of the aircraft. <laughs> There's one person moving. It changes the oh balance. My God. It's actually a safety issue. Okay, so now that's the other thing. I think that's up for contention. If if that's, I agree. If that's. But I don't think it's up for contention that the middle seat is just the worst in the entire world. And what I don't understand is that in a like 3-3-3 in particular, in a 3-4-3, in a 4, there's actually only like the aisle and the second middle. You never have to go over two people. Yeah. But in a 3, the middle seat is actual hell, but so much of the plane has to sit in that seat. So I'm like, are people just like raw dogging it? It'd be couples. It'd be couples. Like someone has to take it. It's me, basically, is what it is. <laughs> you sent me that photo of you both to Morocco and you so were livid. You were so, so mad because I realised I was like, this is a forever thing. Like if I if if I am with this person, this is how it goes. And like, you know how you always make compromises, right? Like yeah. there are some things where it's more important to one person than the opposite is to the other person. So we measure the detriment and like his discomfort versus like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can kind of squish up and like my shoulders are less wide yeah. and I can be marginally more comfortable in the middle. Yeah. But that means that you and, like, always have the middle. I'll always I'm like, I don't want to travel with you anymore. Yuck. I could not do that. Especially so, not long haul. So then I made a TikTok about it and it's had a million views and oh so many people weighing in on this. Like, what do they say? Like red flag. Like firstly what? everyone's really no. concerned. So it's so funny. You know how like the internet is just help like when you get yeah. It's only when you get viral, like, you know, we have such a beautiful audience. You guys are it's amazing. It's only when you're famous. You guys wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you just wouldn't get it. No, when I, like, generally we have the loveliest audience. I've not really ever had trolls. Like, we've had the loveliest experience yeah. on the internet. When a post goes viral and it starts going to, like, people, people who have you. no idea who you yeah. are, the hilarious weigh-ins you get, like, you could never keep anyone happy. And yeah. it's been hilarious going through the comments of, like, half the people think he's a red flag because it's like, he obviously doesn't care about you and your physical oh well-being, but then the God. other half is like, so many red flags, you, not him. Like, don't be a passenger <laughs> princess. <laughs> then the other ones are like, oh, my God, he, because you know how he walks really far in front, yeah, like, yeah. all the time? Yeah. I took, like, a 10, like, maybe. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. like, not even it 10 was seconds. Funny, it, it was, was like, funny two video. seconds yeah. and everyone's like oh my god I think that it's time to divorce because obviously he's got OCD and anxiety about being late and me not respecting him makes me inconsiderate oh wow <laughs> I'm like not supporting his mental health oh by not letting god. him walk. anyway guys, it was also, so funny also people have to think about the fact that you're sometimes maybe purposely lagging behind to get the video of him walking in front a hundred Sometimes I wasn't in that video. No, but I'm to saying, be but fair, sometimes but yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. He does walk fast, even when we're together. Yeah, though. and I walk fast. But that's our. Time. But that's him being like, okay, you 
dawdle as you please. It's not yeah. like he's like walk faster and then make yeah. you and like not leave be you to, behind. Yeah, like yeah. we want a window shop. Yeah. We do that and he yeah. walks ahead. And yeah, it's, it's like you do you. It's like everyone respecting what each other wants as opposed to having to do everything together. Oh but it was God. so funny how it was like he was cancelled, I was cancelled, we both were cancelled so together. Silly. Like so much fuss about it. But oh then most God. people were just like, oh, my God, this. where did you get this footage of me and my husband? Like it was so <laughs> many people were just like this is exactly us. But, the yeah, the middle seat thing, no one is like, yes, we like the middle seat. Okay, last flight, flying Ooh. travel thing. Okay. Watching a movie in the plane mm-hmm. and then a sex scene comes up. Or Do you watch it through? Do you fast forward? It's what more do you do? To fast we brighten down? Brighten us down? Yeah, brighten I us down. I didn't know what to do. I was stressed. Why were you watching porn on there? I was watching my only I was rewatching my OnlyFans videos. <laughs> I was editing. I was editing okay? without music. Okay. God. I was getting the zoom right. I always find it like it's like when you're watching them with your parents. So, so if mum and I are watching a show so and there's good. a sex scene, I have no chill and I will try I and have no make chill. it like I will try and make it not awkward by being like, I'll either say something totally unrelated to the show or I'll be like Oh, is this really necessary? Don't you hate how Hollywood makes sex <laughs> such a thing? And like, I have to like smooth it over, and I make it so much worse. And like, I promise, I'm not like enjoying this. Or I do like a like a little like look away, like I'm not that yeah, focused like, nah, on it. Whatever. Oh, oh, it's sexy. Oh, but sometimes they're like really hot, and you're like. Yeah, and I'm like, but I have to show that I'm not enjoying yeah, it. So yeah, I'll be yeah. like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do like the, the two, the, the hand over the eyes, but the, the but slit fingers. <laughs> it's like right down the timestamp. I'll come back to because, this later. So I was watching, because so, I was watching Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles, yeah. not knowing at all what it was about. Yeah. And it's some, some scenes are like very, like it's all very sexy. And oh. I know. And then I was sitting there. And then I was stressed and I could – the guy next to me had his locked. brightness down but and I couldn't see his screen. Cause, yeah. But then I could see in front and diagonal clearly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, someone behind Someone's me. Someone's watching me. And then there's like a full sex scene, so I didn't really know what to do about it. So I, I fast-forwarded it because I, I was stressed. Worse. I know, I know. But in hindsight, I was like, oh, that's worse. But Just I was stressed. Just act chill, man. Act chill. I'm so stressed. But then me acting chill would be going, oh, 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 yeah. And, and, but then I do that too where like – I so you know I like watching so much crime. I get yeah. like, oh my god, people are gonna like when I was watching Dharma, the yeah. Jeffrey Dharma serial killer one. I'd like see people over my shoulder watching me watch this cannibal like kill people <laughs> and be like, oh my god, they're judging me. But then I also have a sneaky look at other people's screens. Yeah, I definitely also judge I them. Genuinely, <laughs> watch someone else's movie from my screen. Yeah, yeah waiting. theirs was better than mine. Yeah, and I was waiting for the, for them to ch- look check for the how long left to see the name of the movie because I couldn't oh. figure it out. It was a really good movie. And, like, sometimes when I need to do work on the plane, like sometimes mm. you need to write things, yeah. I just – you just don't get enough privacy. I'm like, they're definitely reading what I'm writing. Yeah. Because I'm definitely reading what you're writing. Yeah. Or yeah. reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't relate with that, but you do, you No, man. you know when people have, like, they're doing – I'm like, oh, is he a businessman? Is okay, he, one like, time an author? Like, I this did, is interesting. You know when you're, like, walking through the aisle to get to your seat and sometimes you're, like, banked up and you have to stop? I was standing at the business area, like the business seat area. Oh, yeah. Because I was waiting to get to the back. I said, well, this would be interesting to like see what they do. This one guy was like, had his, you know how older people have text so large that you could see it from the other yeah. side of the room. Yeah. And My it, mom, it was yeah. like fully large. And I was just standing there and I was like, I don't really have anywhere else to look. And it was full like 
can we please nail that stock purchase before it goes out of date? And I was like, whoa, (laughs) which kid? No, you know what's even weirder? When you sit next to someone on a flight and they don't look at anything. Yeah. Like they're just, like it's, in theory, it's beautiful that they don't need the stimulation and distraction of their phone, a movie, but then I'm like, you're a psychopath. Yeah. Like why are you just staring at the back of yeah, the, I the seat not. in front of you? That is strange. Anyway, that was my spiel on tr- the flight. I feel like there's so many airline so travel-related like quirks about people. So many. Like, shows aside. Toilet, toilet <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> like what do you do? Okay, one. I'm gonna out Nick, and it's gonna be so what, angry. No, what did he do? He left the skitty. No. He didn't flush. <laughs> no, no, he, he blocked it. No, sometimes. So he always wears <laughs> nappy pad. No, he's cancelling headphones. Oh yeah. So sometimes just, he farts, and he doesn't know that it's so. <laughs> I swear, because he can't hear it. He'll no, like, surely you can't hear like, it. It's so quiet, and I'm like Nick. I fart all the time in the plane. You can't hear it. Oh my god, you're the person. I swear, my life, you can't hear no. it. But you the can plane smell so loud. it. Oh, see, mine don't smell. Yes, they do. Mine, no, nah, mine oh, aren't that whatever. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is awkward if someone does fart though, because you're like, you're like bro, that was you. Doing? But then the problem is <laughs> because I have a history of like not telling Nick that I have, and then like two weeks later, Being like, yeah, it was I'll me. Be like, hey, remember that flight like two weeks ago? That was me. <laughs> so now when it wasn't me, he won't believe me. Yeah, but you got, you're the worst because you're like <laughs> the only two in the bedroom. Only two. <laughs> and Nick's like, I definitely didn't do it. And no, you're like, it's, well, no, no, that's because I. we have a dog. I'm like, it was Paul. And Paul's looking like, at me just like, what so, the fuck, You're mom? so adamantly like, well, it wasn't me either. And Nick's like, I know, just it's not an issue. Just, just well, it tell wasn't me. me though. And, and then like, three again, weeks later, I was like, yeah, remember that one time? And Nick's like, I knew. <laughs> Paul was at, like on a doggy day spa. He wasn't in the house. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was my very long um, update of my what happened. I still just don't know how people just raw dog it for the middle seat. But anyway. Yeah, honestly, still if, you, okay, if you're a middle seat lover, please, please contact us because we'd, like, we'd like to interview you. <gasps> we should start doing like Fox Pop segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd like to have... What's well, something that- else that confuses you? I feel like there's a lot of things we could we, – let's start making a CCA list of, like, shit that doesn't make sense. Yeah, definitely number one is, is sitting seat. in the middle seat because that's just weird. Also, like, slow walking, three abreast on a footpath. Like, move. No, I can't There has to be an overtake, overtake line. Like, there has, to, there has to be lanes I was like, if you want, on the footpath. If you want to slow walk a three abreast person, me, I'll come onto the you podcast. You have three breasts. I've got three breasts. <laughs> Four nipples. More bang for buck. Yeah, more bang I mean, for buck. high value. Oh. Um, the other thing that randomly went viral the other day, well, semi-viral, was um, we had straight after Morocco. Oh, my God, I haven't even talked about Morocco. That no, was less that's, Morocco. That's your, yeah, that's we need more Morocco. Doctor. We went straight to South Australia and had this amazing weekend. It was so nice. I'd never been to the Barossa and oh, there is so much in Australia. It was just so beautiful. But <laughs> I found out that South Australians – pronounce Lego, which is like Nick's favorite thing. Everyone's like, how did that even come up? I'm like, have you met my husband? Anyway, they pronounce it Lego, like L-A-Y. I have never heard that. What? So I was like, do you say Legoland? I have never heard that though. I hadn't either, but everyone in South Australia is like, oh my God, it's been like that since I was a kid. I can't unhear it. I'm going to have to keep notes on who we need. We need to do st- when we this episode. We need goes to do down. a story. We need to do stories to be like, hey, we need a middle seat sitter and a, a, South, Australian. a South Australian to tell us why where Lego came where from. And then all these people are like it's actually closer to the Danish like original name. 
But it's definitely it's definitely Lego. But they also apparently say like prance, dance. Yeah, yeah. They've got a Ameri- it's got like got quite a British British accent. Yeah. But there was another one like pool. Apparently they say let's go swim in the pool. No, that's no, that's Queensland pool. 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 <laughs> The pew, pew. They say pew. They say pew. Like they say pew. 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 Queenslanders. Pew. Pew. Yeah. Like K E W L. Yeah. Like pew. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Like let's go through the pew. Yeah. <laughs> See you at the pew. Pew. No, is it pew? Is it like P Y O L? Like pew? Yeah, like P Y. Yeah. Like your? P Y E W L. Pew. Pew. Not like. P-E-W. P-E-W. <laughs> okay, we should also need someone from Queensland to come. <laughs> how do you say pew? You know, what I don't get is like how did someone one day in South Australia go, oh, yeah, no, nah, it's Lego, and then everyone in the state who speaks identically to us in most other regards Lego. just go, nah, but we're going to stick with Lego. Lego. Like how does that happen? I've never heard that in my life. It's hilarious. Queensland and then we need a middle seat speaker. And then apparently... Americans couldn't tell the difference between Lego and Lego, but they say Legos, like it's always plural, which reminded me of like how mums say the Facebook, which reminded me of the Da Vinci Code. (laughs) My mum says, you know, every mum has like those weird things. They say the Facebook, the Google, like whatever. (laughs) Mum... Remember, Mum said, oh, "Are you gonna? Are you going out in your action wear?" Oh, yeah, the action wear. Oh, my, action I still, call, you know. So I know. It's, so it's an inside joke for us, and I always say action wear, thinking everyone else knows the inside joke. Oh. And I'm like, "Oh, got my action wear," and they're like, "It's Do action wear." Like, and then I have to like explain. I'm like, "So Sarah, you know Sarah, my best friend, Sarah's mum." Anyways, one time, and I'm like, by the end of that. Explaining is not fun but anymore. But action wear is so action cute. Wear is so good. I love her so much. Also, do you know I can't escape you? So I didn't see you for six weeks. We were like both in different countries doing different things. Been going to house inspections. First house inspection yesterday. <gasps> oh, my God, Sarah. <laughs> You're Andrew's friend. I was like, I, what? Chris. Chris. Chris Manning. We love him work. so much. Honestly, such a small world. And then we, like, had the best chats and then we followed each other to, like, three different houses. But also remember, Chris is friends with the photographer you had in Antarctica. Yes. Yeah. He's really good friends with. Matt Cherubino. Matt, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have put Matt on the FaceTime as well. Yeah, so. Oh, my God, I just did the the FaceTime. (laughs) Okay, action wear girl. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Speaking of my mum, it's Mother's Day coming up. Wait, back to Morocco. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're trying to segue everything. (laughs) In my brain. It's just not okay. Speaking of Mother's Day, Morocco also starts with M. It does. M-O. How was it? (laughs) M-O. Close. They're basically the same word. (laughs) Morocco was amazing. It was so beautiful. It was one of those countries I definitely think we, from the outside before you've been there, you see a lot of red sand. You think of the Mm. Sahara. Like you kind of have this preconception about what the country's going to look like, which is similar. You actually brought this up, which is like people from overseas coming here and being like, do you guys have koalas and kangaroos in your backyard? And we're like, no. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Have you not seen a city? <laughs> so uncultured of, uh, uncultured of us to think Morocco is just sand. Yeah, I was like, where's the red sand at? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Which was silly because I'm like, obviously not every part of a country is 
the one photo, photo image see. that you yeah. see. And we went with Intrepid. It was another work trip as part of my ambassadorship, which is just, I mean, every single time I'm like, I think of little me and I think of what she would have thought of what I would be able to do with my life and how much I love travel and languages and cultures. And then to travel with a company that is just doing such incredible things and has the same values about, anyway, it just... I always pinch myself, like, how how do I end up in these positions? And I'm so incredibly grateful for that role because they're all about spreading the joy of travel. And, like, if there's anything I stand for, it's the joy of travel and how much it opens your mind. And Morocco had always been, like, high on the bucket list. I didn't realise how close it is to Spain. It's, like, one ferry ride, like less than an hour away. And so I'd kind of almost been quite a few times and then it just never aligned. So it had been a long time coming. And it's extraordinary. Like it's so diverse. It was really green. Like the first five days were all lush. Like I was sending people pictures and they're like, what is that? There's like a a ski chalet. Yeah, so odd. I would never have thought Morocco to be green. They're snow-capped mountains. It was crazy because it's like right on like it's northwest and it's like coastal. Like there's heaps of coast and it just like blew me away. It was so different and there was, you know, we started in Casablanca, which is such a modern city and that's really beach, like it's got a beautiful beachfront. And then we headed to Fez, which is like one of the oldest operating medinas and like walled cities and old markets in the world. It has the world's oldest university that's still operating and that was like deep culture and history and that mind-opening stuff and and much more of like the in the Medina and the marketplace there's a tannery where they still colour leather using like indigo and saffron and and like it's literally yeah when like you could see the the craftsmanship and the artisan work of how things have always been done it was just so interesting but then we went to like a lake in the middle where they've got this man-made dam because Morocco's really big on hydropower and that looked like, felt like Geneva or something. I was like, where are we? Like, what is happening? And then we finished up in Marrakesh, which was much more of like what you expect yeah. with the sook and the big markets and like the hustle and bustle. But again, so colourful, like f- these bright pink flowers everywhere. It was just amazing, like a full assault to the senses. What's the food that you're eating over there? Tagine. Oh, yum. Everything was in a tagine. And tagine, okay, fun fact, you know how like when I travel I can't Here not shove that down people's yeah. throats. Like, Did you know? I don't want to just show you pictures. I want you to learn stuff. So tagine is the pot. Did you not know that? No, I thought oh, tagine was the dish, I like stir fry or casserole. That's one, thing I, that's one thing I knew that Sarah didn't know, the only thing. Yeah, so the tagine is the pot, so anything that gets cooked in a tagine pot is a tagine. Yeah. Like saganaki is the pan, not the cheese. Oh, see, I didn't know that. There you go. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> wow, I got the double. There you go, guys. <laughs> and also, you know, Nick and I are so lucky to have done quite a lot of travel through the Middle East and a lot of like it's a primarily Islamic country and we've had, you know, such great opportunities to travel in other countries that are, have a similar faith and culture. But I was not expecting it to be so open-minded and progressive in comparison to some of the places we've been. So we learnt about, you know, in Casablanca, it's like the only Arab, I think it's the only Arab nation that has a Jewish museum, which is like, I mean, you know how progressive they must be to do that. And back in one of the world wars, when uh, the Nazis came into Morocco and demanded that the king of Morocco hand over all the Jews, he said, there are no Jews here, there are only Moroccans. 
Wow. And I feel like. So nice. Like that kind of history. I don't know. I don't know if other people find that really interesting when they travel, but that kind of thing makes me so interested. Like I just, I don't know, following how significant people have made decisions against the grain, like the whole way through humanity. I was just like, had such a bigger appreciation for for Morocco. But yeah, it was the architecture, like the is tiles. It, is it cheap? Like food and stuff? Yeah. It's one of those places where the tourism market caters for the extreme luxury. Like there are lots of crazy five-star resorts where the price of food at the restaurants is like equivalent to resorts here. But then when you're in the marketplaces, there's like a, a totally different economy going on. So it can be really cheap if you, you know, aren't going to really Western places all the time, you can also do it in a really expensive way. I think the scale of different experiences you could have based on what you wanted as a tourist anyway, is really broad. Like you could go all the way from like very, very cheaply living. And one of the most special things we did was we, and this is what I love about Intrepid, they not only in every itinerary include a meal with locals, so you go and like actually get a home-cooked meal, which is so nice. They also have a feature stay where instead of a hotel, we stayed in a Riyadh. So the traditional Moroccan buildings, you know, those ones that are like square around the outside, but in the middle is like a big fountain and like there's no ceiling in the middle bit. Yeah, like a little court, like an open like courtyard. Like an open courtyard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's a Riyadh and like cool. all accommodate, all traditional accommodation is like that. And so when you're inside, you can still look over the side cool. of the hallways so nice. and like look down into the courtyard. And that was so special. It was like so exotic and amazing. It was just the best. And it was really nice because we've had like, we, you know, you guys all know we've had like a really roller coaster little time yeah. together and – this was such a nice, like, thing to do. A little couple. reset, little, yeah. like, second honeymoon. <laughs> I feel like we can't keep extending that out now. Yeah, you can. This is, like, a 24 honeymoon. Hey, you have to wait two years for your honeymoon. I feel like it's fair. That's true. It and, was really, and really nice. And they were close together. That's really nice. I just love it when you, and I think you're the same, when you go somewhere and your mind gets, like, stretched past yeah. what it knows and just watching people. So one of the really cool things about every city we went to was, you know how, like, sometimes you travel and you see really cool markets and stuff. Like, I found this in Turkey a little bit. You see really cool markets, but it's mainly for tourists. Like, mm. it's really ramped up for the tourist market. Even though they're still authentic goods, it's, like, mainly tourist shopping. Mm. Everywhere we went in Morocco, it was like locals shopping for their textiles and so food good. and they were like, get out of the way. So awesome. Like they were just yeah, doing, doing their, their life doing their and they're life. like, guys. That's my favourite way to do it. That's why I also love my favourite thing to do is go on those free walking tours. <gasps> Same. It's like day one I get pack, leave my bags in the hostel and then I go on this walking tour and it's the best thing because you're like, oh, I did not. Like it gives yeah. context to all of these buildings and cultural, you know, doings and beings that you would otherwise just walk past and be like cool and then but you could you didn't know that was like a the oldest mosque Mm. in the history of the world if you didn't go on this walking tour you'd be like cool another mosque yeah I do the like lazy girl version of that and this is so lame for someone who like is I'm always like "Ah, I don't do the touristy things I like get off the beaten path but I I love a bus tour like a city bus tour I've never been on a bus tour it's like a walking tour you get like the first day it's so touristy obviously because it's a double-decker bus and you look like such a tourist but I feel like you get to see they do the same thing they drive you around everywhere so you kind of understand where you are and where everything is in relation to each other and they give you just like the dummy's guide to each thing and then you the next explore. day you can start like, okay, yeah. I want to go back there. 
I, that's I how love I, it. That's the start of every everywhere I land. That's the first thing I do because I was like, I don't have mm. well, because otherwise you don't have bearings to know unless you're passionate already about that place yeah. and you're there. Because I don't really go places, go to places with a of a list of things that I've seen online that I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a it's a a, a natural place like Petra or yeah, the yeah. desert, yeah. but it's not like I need to go in this particular cafe and yeah, this particular yeah. bar. It's just walking to it and then you're like, oh, that would be cool. And they give you these really great tips and tricks. What tips tricks? They say on Sunday if you go past 8 p.m., that's better. Well, what was really cool when we were there is it was Ramadan. <gasps> True. Which I've never been traveling oh, during Ramadan. And cool? so it was so cool because our, like everyone is fasting until sundown and our guys, the poor things, they're all still working, like oh, fasting. Yeah, yeah. And they, it was like the last week of it. So they were kind of really ready to just celebrate at Eid. And, you know, they'd break the fast with us at dinner and then you'd see them just be like, oh my God, I've got so much energy. Did you, did you, it was really cool. Did you get to go to an Eid celebration? We left. So we were flying oh, on the last day. Damn. But what was really cool is that iftar is what it's called when you break your fast. And it's based on when the prayers are called or when the sun the sets. Sun. But when when you're on a plane and you're changing like time zones, ah. the pilot will come over the thing and say, you know, we have worked out that this is when you can break your fast. Oh, that's so It nice. was so cool. And I'd never experienced that. So that was really cool. But, you know, one thing that did match its stereotype was the architecture, like ah, the yeah, colourful tiles, but also like how intricate everything is. Like you'll look at a wall and it just looks like a wall and then you'll walk up close and everything is like hand carved within so an awesome. inch of its life. It was so beautiful. I love Moroccan food. Oh, oh yeah, well, you would have loved it. Oh, my gosh. And for so Vedro, yeah. so there was a vegetarian on our trip yeah. and he, like a lot of tagines are meat and fish, yeah. but he had so much good food. He was so happy. So young. It was really good. Was it hot? Wasn't that bad. It's not like high summer yeah. when it gets really, really hot, but we had the best weather. It was like... 25 to like oh, 30. So nice. It was perfect. It was so good. Oh, so jealous. And it's actually more so I thought I like I just took my Egypt wardrobe, which is quite covered and quite conservative. And then Marrakesh, some of the older cities are more conservative, but Marrakesh is actually quite modern and relaxed. And so our guide, whose name's Samia, he's engaged, get married to his fiance, and she has a fashion label. And he was showing me all these dresses, and they were like, you know, exposing shoulders and had like a slit in the leg of the dress. And I was like, where is she going to wear these if you have to cover your shoulders? He's like, oh, you don't have to cover your shoulders and stuff. Like you oh. wear a T-shirt. And I was like, it's the last day. And you the just told you. The entire trip on hot days I'd been wearing like scarves to my wrists and like skirts to the ground. And I was like, dude. He's like, I just thought that's how you wanted to dress. I was like, oh, my God. Walking around Marrakesh, everyone's in T-shirts. I was like, da fuck, dude. Like, thanks. Really appreciate it. But another thing that was really cool is the intrepid team over there. We got to go to the office and visit them. And they'd been doing this at the time, like a lot of press around the idea that the number of female guides in the industry is really, really low and they're trying to get it to be more equal and one of the <clears throat> barriers is that you have to do your guide examination separately you can you can't just like in Egypt if you do your guide qualification you just graduate and then you can start working right in Morocco you have to do a ministry test but the uh, ministry test is only held whenever they hold it one two yeah. and they're so like it's once a year and then sometimes for women like they won't even have it or they'll change the dates and uh, it's really inaccessible 
and Intrepid have launched this huge commitment to sponsoring more of the tests to get more oh, women so nice. into the industry. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Um, we love Intrepid. They're so I conscious so about much. the world. And it's not even hard to talk about it because they're just so like yeah. every time we travel it's so visible what they're actually doing. Like we didn't get any papers or we don't have plastic bottles at all. And, yeah. You know, and it, that's difficult. Like in a country where you're trying to, you're not able to drink tap water, like it's hard not to use plastic all the time but they'll have like a big filtered water thing in the car and then you can fill up your reusable water bottles and yeah that kind of stuff is it's an amazing way to travel yeah but then we've been home no but you were home for like one second and then went to Adelaide (laughs) and then we did the South Australia trip which was amazing then I was in Sydney for um, oh true a week working and I think I'm at a weird stage and this is a whole other episode which we can do another time but I'm at a weird stage and I feel like a lot of women will appreciate this where when you're starting to think about a family, you're kind of in limbo Yeah. because until you have one, your decision-making is all like you've got to make the most of the fact that you have the flexibility of not having children. So I'm like, do all the travel jobs. Like if something comes up interstate and I just can pick up and go, like go because you don't know if you'll be able to do that. But then it's like how do you pace your energy because what if then you can, you know what I mean? Like I feel very limbo at the moment. Family planning is one unexpected that you can't really plan you can't like when it's gonna happen. It. And then second, it's a nine month minimum commitment of your body being physically like restricted. Mm. And you're like, well then like what do I do? Like even like, next month even could be the start of when Yeah. Like it's, how so you know, it's very uncertain. Yeah. And I feel like there's always a level of uncertainty and business has definitely made me embrace uncertainty more. But you just don't realise how truly like limbo-y it feels until you're suddenly actually trying and then you're like, oh, my God. But then you're like, oh, wait, should I slow down to give my body optimal (laughs) baby-bearing abilities? Yeah, or should I speed up to make the most of it? Like is it going to happen anyway? There's just like for an A-type, I'm like, far out. I just want to control everything. Sorry about it, the stress for you. No way for me just living my life. How's your TTC journey going? My TTC is what does TTC start? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many new terms trying to conceive. It's like a whole hashtag. Oh, my TTC journey is looking up ways you're meant to have a child in a same-sex relationship. Oh, bitch. Um, are you actually looking at that? No. Like as in just to know what your options are? I kind of are? know. I kind of know it because of Catherine. Okay. So I, I but. Before that, I was like, did not know, and I was very shocked about the process. Not very shocked, but about the the uh, how difficult it is. It's probably similar to if you were, mm. you know, struggling to conceive naturally mm. in a hetero relationship. But there's so many rules and things. Like if you go through an agent to get a sperm donor, you must pay like two thousand dollars for counselling before you even they mm. allow you to do it. And on top of that, it's the mm. inseminations, and then if you can't do that, then it's the IVFs. And then in Melbourne, I think it's only it's like you can try inseminating only two times before you then have to get an IVF, whereas in Queensland you can do as many That's times right. as you want. That's right. It's in unlimited the times yeah, you can attempt it. Yeah, and then so it's it. all yeah. like it's, it's a lot. expense and it's all mm. this. It's all just a lot, you know. It is a lot. It is a lot. I would like to adopt, but that's even a harder process. I mean, you can ask Rizzy. She's I already adopted you. Yeah, she's adopted me. There's also like a whole thing around when we have a child, it'll be our, my first blood relative. True. I only realised that the other day. I was like, what? Wait, we should just have Rizzy today for Mother's Day episode. No, you know I've already asked. You know we record, guys, 
If you've been wanting to hear from Mama Holloway, trust me, we have tried. We recorded an entire episode for last Mother's Day and then yeah. she canned it. Maybe Remember she canned it? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I kept if, the audio. Everyone, if everyone wrote a message DM. Dear Rizzy. And said please. and really petitioned she might come around to it. Well, her campaign for French Connection came out. Cute. Oh, my God. She's, 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 she's a, such she's a, a cute model. Oh. oh, my God. She's so I pretty and she was so unconfident on the day. You know what she's like. And she was. She saw the photos and she beamed. She's like, look at oh us. Oh, my look, God. Look really pretty. You and know, people from like her, you know, career like 30 years ago who follow her on like they have each other on Facebook were like on my post because I tagged her were like, oh, please tell Elizabeth she's glowing. She's and glowing. she was like, look at everyone <laughs> And she's you know, so cute. She's cute, but one day today she caught someone a duplicitous bastard. <laughs> I was she's like, sassy. I don't know what that means. But do you know she's gotten sassier? Like she was never sassy. But she's sassy in this articulate, proper way. Except clusterfuck. She's she says clusterfuck. Legs, legs crossed. Oh, I love her Hands so over her much. knees. He was a duplicitous bastard. <laughs> so, oh. Beautiful. Were you like, what's duplicitous? Yeah, she was like, can you say that one more time? Because I'm, I'm going to forget. Andrew's word of the day toilet paper. Duplicitous. <gasps> can you please make your own word of the day toilet paper oh, under the Angefoot brand? Oh my God. Actually, though, actually, can you imagine? I you, can't. You learn one big word a day, like during toilet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plicitous. The. Duplicitous. And then one the next the next epiphany. Square, one epiphany. And the next square is it in a sentence. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. <laughs> Bim, wow. do you know you would actually sell out? I act- like you would just sell out of that item. I'm actually quite serious about you it. You need That'd to do really poo fun. merch. Yeah, poo merch. <laughs> Honestly, can you imagine? My whole brand is poo. It'll be like pootiful items My whole brand that is- are so pooseful. <laughs> Poos love, live, love, love. Live, love, love. Poos house. Oh my god, you can poos out. (laughs) Seriously though, you should do word of the day toilet paper. Okay, we are we are word of the day (gasps) toilet. We are flip books, but like flip the toilet paper. We are working on a lot more merch though. That's top secret, and we've been saying that for many years, but we're actually actually on it. Which we should probably go and work on. Anyway, is it? I love how we're like. Let's do a full day of work together. It's two thirty, and we've done like one hour. How our full full day of work started. Let's go to our neighbor's house inspection. (laughs) (laughs) It was like three times ago. It was like, let's go visit the cows in Phillip Island. So it was like, like, oh, is is the owner home though? And then they were like, oh, I'm not sure. And I was like, do you know what? They don't know who I am. So I walked past. I did a side eye. (laughs) Incognito. And I did like a little, nah, they're not. And these two then walked in. They were like, oh, hello. Yeah, but the two real estate agents out the front were like, why did you just walk past incognito and then 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 walk back again? And then your mom said hi to one of them. (laughs) I know. It's like, what? so funny. Like first name basis. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, Rizzy. Oh, my God. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our first hour back in six weeks. We're both in the country for a little while. Mm Mm-hmm. So we should be back on. I feel like you also need to submit some topics like middle seat, like mm. poll-ish topics. Controversial topics that we will discuss. And defend your, defend your perspective for us so we can broadcast more, it to the network. I'll do more polls, just <laughs> do more divisive polls. polls. Yeah, cute. Cute. Like how do you pronounce poll? I'm also going to the NT next week though. What? You talking about that? Yeah, all around with Intrepid. Bruv. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Uluru, so this is the next intrepid trip. I don't know how I've been 
to the Northern oh, Territory so many times so and exciting. never gone to Uluru. I really want to go. Can, if, <gasps> I'm so excited. You know, if they're looking for another brand ambassador, I'll send you my rates. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send them your rate card. One dollar. <laughs> I feel like if you could work in like ha- you could do like a TikTok on bowel management during travel. Yeah, during travel <laughs> around the world. How to manage one. undiagnosed IBS. Gastro stop. No, don't use that. Oh, my God. One time I constipated for five days for using gastro stop when I didn't need to. You know what really causes constipation is the anti-nausea medication <gasps> in Never Antarctica. Oh, my God. I was like, oh. I'm so blocked I'm up. So, I'm so bad with medication. You know that. I, like, I barely take Panadol. You, like, have an arm amputated and you're like, I don't need any pain meds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, give me eagle oil. No, give me tiger bar. Chinese tiger <laughs> Give me some pawpaw. Do you have pawpaw? I can just put some, slap some pawpaw on there and a tissue. Oh, this is <laughs> No, toilet paper. What are the new toilet paper? <laughs> oh, my God, we're so weird. Okay. Oh, guys, the weirdness is back. Thank you so much for joining us, Yeighborhood. We'll be back with so much more in your ears. Please let us know what you want us to talk about next time. Otherwise, we will figure out some chaotic topic that makes no sense to anybody. And we are also still in the process of working out the rest of our interstate tours, Mm. which obviously since we haven't been in the same place, we're on pause. But I feel like we should do more tactile things. Yeah, Tufting. Agree. Did you pick up our tufts? Oh, I don't. I forgot to pick them up. Oh no! I didn't get them. <laughs> okay, guys, we it's went to like ceramics. Twelve weeks. How many years ago? <laughs> Five years ago, we went to ceramics, no, like, and now we're like picked no, them up in three weeks. Like seven years ago, <laughs> now we're like picking them up in three weeks. <laughs> we still haven't got them. Did I email them and be like, "We came in November 2016." <laughs> I think they've melted them back down and so reused funny. the clay. Anyway, also tell us what you would like to do because we've done Pinot and Picasso. I feel like we should do some like mm. ceramics. Or, or paint, like, like my, there's ceramic painting. Oh, or like paintball. No, that hurts. I don't think you can really bond over paintball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> What's your play to game? <laughs> now everyone's got a Valentine's pickup line. Find your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and the paint would be in like CBA Literally. color palette. It'll all be bruises. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. All right. Thank you so much. I've said goodbye like eight times. <laughs> I like, just don't want to let you guys go. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>